Welcome to Unscripted Real Estate, where our main goal is educating and informing future and current homeowners. Guided by our experience and deep compassion to mortgage lending, Unscripted Real Estate is powered by Icon Mortgage. Without Icon Mortgage, the show does not go on. Thank you all listeners and future listeners for joining Unscripted Real Estate in our first time home buyer series. I'm your inquisitive host, Ryan Davis, joined by compassionate industry leading professionals, Summer Kim Davis and John Lucas. It's been way too long since I've heard that. I know. <laughs> Love it. You need to do some dance or something. I know, right? I need to make up a dance or TikTok or something yeah. for this. Yeah. You should do something. Don't be giving her ideas. I know, right? (laughs) It has been a while, and sorry it's been so long. Uh, We, you know, we're dealing with COVID ourselves, so we had to take the proper precautions to keep everybody safe. Um, But you know, we have been taking you on this path, and so just imagine, you know, you've been pre-approved. We've selected the loan program that suits your financial needs. You've found your ideal realtor. Uh, You've found your property. And now your offer has been accepted by the seller. So technically now the baton is in your mortgage advisor's hands. And hopefully they're trusted, but they will walk you through a series of events and documents that you will need to be signing. Yeah, I'm going to just kick that off with your preliminary disclosure package. Um, And one thing I want to emphasize here, guys, is these are non-binding. Really, all it does is give us permission to start the loan process. You're not signing a contract that you can't get out of. Um, So what's in it? Your loan application. So definitely want to review that for accuracy. That's going to show your employment history, your addresses, et cetera. Uh, You'll receive like a credit score disclosure, uh, various other you know, Humda disclosure, you know, fair housing disclosure, list of counselors. Yeah, I know. Right? Oh, sorry, I was about to fall asleep there. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'll get to the important stuff. So the one thing in the disclosure package that you definitely need to review that it's very important is your loan estimate. Very, most important dun, document. Dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> so this is going to tell you your loan type, the term. <laughs> But your interest rates on here, whether the loan's locked or not, you know, fees, estimated money you need for closing. Um, One important factor, too, is whether or not the loan is locked. This could there's there's you know, you want to make sure the loan is locked because fees can change. Um, Fees for rate, et cetera, could change unless the loan is locked. So yeah, and pay attention to the interest rate versus the APR, the overall cost of the loan. Um, If there's a big gap there, you know, you should. Start looking at the numbers a little closer. Yeah, yeah, and to clarify that, interest rate is what you're repaying the loan on. Uh, the APR is really just the, and it's 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 like an interest rate, but it's just showing the the cost of the mortgage expressed as an interest rate. So you're not repaying the loan on that. So it's important to look at because if it is really high, it looks like you know potentially something could be buried in the loan that you're you're paying for. Um, also guys, remember this is just an estimate of fees. We do our best to make sure that it's as accurate as possible. Uh, but it is still just an estimate. Um, 
one thing about it, you will have to sign this within three days uh, of us receiving the contract in order for us to proceed to remain in compliance. Yep. So uh, after we're done with that, once we have that signed within that three day window, we're ready to submit the loan. And remember, you know, in the do's and don'ts, uh, this is when good record keeping mm-hmm. is really handy. Absolutely. Yeah. So all documents should have been provided that we requested by this point. Uh, we would have addressed any potential issues, uh, you know, before we go in into the next steps and then, you know, make sure that uh, when you are providing these documents, they're provided in PDF format. Underwriters don't like pictures. Yeah. Um, they won't take them. Yeah. Make sure they're complete. You know, they sell the, um, the statement will say pages one through nine mm-hmm. and so oftentimes the last page is blank, but you still need to include that. Make sure there's no edits of the document itself. And uh, that includes crossing out account numbers. Yep. Absolutely. Great, great point, Ryan. Um, you know, and also just keep in mind too, we may ask for more documents than we actually provide to underwriting up front. Um, so we won't ever over disclose to them, but sometimes we like to have the documents just in case they're needed. So, you know, um, we keep all this stuff on hand, we'll provide it. And then once it's submitted, you know, you're, we're basically into the underwriting process. We're, we're, we're trucking right along. Um, this is usually a good time to start looking for things like homeowner's insurance. We're, you know, ordering an appraisal, stuff like that. So this would be a great time to go ahead and order, or excuse me, uh, start shopping for a home, homeowner's insurance agent. Okay. Yeah, I want to go over appraisal process a little bit. Uh, people get this uh, confused with home inspection. When we say we are ready to order appraisal, people think that, it's, oh, we already have home inspection. And when appraisal calls for appraisal inspection, they get confused. But those are two different things. Um, I want to go over the difference uh, a little bit later. But uh, so basically, the appraisal process, um, some people want to wait until your home inspection is done so that you know what is involved in the property, what needs repairs and things like that. So you want to negotiate that during the option period. Option period is something that you should talk to your realtor if you don't know what that is. It's very important. It's basically the time period that you have have right to cancel with any um, cause. But anyways, so um, once um, we order appraisal, it usually takes about 7 to 10 days. That was the average turn time. But right now, the market is pretty crazy. I've seen somewhere, you know, three weeks to a month uh, at best, Mm -hmm. unless you find an appraisal uh, with Rush. We, We can get it done in about two weeks. But it just depends on the area. So... Right now, the Dallas market is pretty booming. Um, Austin is even crazier than Dallas. And Houston is pretty crazy, too. So if you have tight uh, closing deadline, if you're closing in three weeks or four weeks, we highly recommend that you uh, get that order as soon as your um, file is submitted. Yeah, and, and you know, speaking of the appraisal and wait, waiting on that value to come in, um, this is another good reason to have a, a seasoned uh, realtor behind you. You know, oftentimes those those appraisals can come in low and they could help negotiate the difference between um, the offer and then the appraised value. That way you're not coming out of pocket as much. Um, so that's just an area where they could help benefit you. 
Definitely. And um, one thing that I forgot to mention, um, but a lot of people, well, they um, sometimes wonder, I'm like, do we use appraisal value? Do, they, do we report that to county appraisal Ooh. district? So that's, you know, Huge. most frequently asked question. We don't report appraisal value to your county appraisal district. So it's only for us. Appraisal report is only for appraisal. Sometimes, you know, um, people don't need a lender's appraisal if you're buying cash. You may be the one that who orders appraisal because you need to know what the value of the property is. So appraisal report is really um, the value of the property. So what it consists of is the uh, comparable sale, sold home. People always like, yeah, we, there's uh, one home listed for mm-hmm. how much ever. Yep. Our main question is, have that sold? <laughs> You can list a house for anything exactly. you want, right? So, <laughs> so the main thing is close home sale comparison. Those in, and and then you know the, those are uh, the indicator of the value um, that they're using. Um, and um, Ryan, do you want to go over what what home inspection is? Yeah, I could you know, dive into that. Um, so, basically, what a home inspection is is a report about how everything's functioning on the house. And they, they mainly look at the core components of the house, the air conditioning unit, um, you know, the water, um, you know, if it's got, um, obviously the electrical panel, they're looking at that. They're checking all the light switches. So, so ma- basically they're making sure that everything is working as it should. And this is done by a professional who understands all those different components of a home. Um, so just so before I forget, the home inspection is uh, you have to schedule with your uh, uh, real estate agent. We don't schedule that. So that's different from appraisal mm-hmm. inspection. People get confused. And so um, this uh, Ryan is going over what home inspection is. Appraisal inspection is different. Right. And, you know, and home inspections optional, right? Right. But, I mean, let's be real. It only makes sense that you should get one right. to know sure. the condition of the house. And yeah, don't be don't be alarmed when you get you know a seventy nine hundred report a page report back on things that need to be repaired because they will find every little thing. And I just you know I like doing projects, so I, I use this as a to do list. You know, over the life of the home, you know, I could just easily look back and these professionals told me this is what's mm-hmm. wrong. Just like a mechanic tells you what's wrong with your car that's really old, you know, you could just repair those things and. You know, on the next time, the next time you're going to sell, you know, it's not going to pop up on someone else's report. Yeah. So don't get hung up on all those things that, you know, recommended for repair. So that's why you have to talk to your experience, um, your your realtors or real estate agents that you're working with. They're able to help you which one you should uh, focus on. The main thing that I recommend to focusing on is the foundation or any any uh, repair that is recommended that are hazardous. Mm-hmm. Anything is related to cosmetic, um, you don't really have to worry about it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah, and, and this is also another point where your realtor could help, you know, negotiate repairs that need to be done. If there is something more serious or just something that you is a must for you, um, they could 
that could handle those negotiations to have those repairs done so you're not coming out of pocket and coming out of your own time to mm-hmm. you know get those things done R- roof and ac are very common here in texas right, right? so we got a lot of hail we got to have ac here right. yeah we have to so you know those are two major things but very also, common yeah. to see those negotiated that's so true and um i just wanted to emphasize you know um between a appraisal report and home inspection report, there should be something um, showing them up on those report, like in common, like uh, a foundation and things that, you know, recommended for repair that are hazardous. If um, those items is uh, reported on appraisal report, it's the lender uh, will ask for repair completion. So um, there's, Sometimes you see, you know, something you see on home inspection, it's going to be on appraisal report. That's the only time that the lender will require for you to uh, complete it. That's a great so point. Keep that in mind. Um, and then, you know, assuming everything is done, appraisal is submitted to lender, and you have the value supporting um, sales price and um, um and then you, your file will be submitted for final approval, along with all other additional conditions that uh, you provided. And, um, you know, underwriting will look at the documents submitted and everything looks good, then your file will be um, fully approved. Woohoo! <laughs> for closing. <laughs> That's the fun part, right? <laughs> right. So. And we went into. Yeah. Uh, we we dove into depth here on this topic on episode one, so you can kind of mm-hmm. check that out. Yeah, episode one, I think we yeah. went over income and credit, mm-hmm. yep, and asset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, sure did. Yeah, and you know when the final approval is coming, this is typically when you, you see borrowers kind of go astray a little bit. You know, their emotions take over and they, you know, start making large purchases, not knowing that um, everything is being reviewed still. So just because you get final approval, you know, don't go out and make large purchases, open up, you know, new credit lines. Um, This is the don'ts, you know, don't open up credit lines, make large purchases, transfer large sums of money. Um, another reason why selecting a trusted mortgage advisor really pays off because wouldn't you just hate to go through all that and then one little mistake at the end after everything's get, got the thumbs up, you know, you make a mistake because you haven't been educated the right way um, and then you are not able to buy a house. So yeah. yep. very important for, for you to find someone that you could trust and you're not doubting. As a reminder, uh, if you want to go back to our episodes, we have the episodes for do's and don'ts. And um, please go back to that episode if you uh, weren't able to listen to that. Yeah. Well, yeah, guys. So once, you know, we we get through that, we're not opening any more lines of credit. We're not (laughs) buying a car to drive to our new closing, right? So, yeah. now we're ready to, to, to do a little bit more of the technical stuff again. So back to disclosures. So um, kind of piggybacking off of what I was saying earlier, uh, once you have the final approval, we'll start working on your closing docs. And one of those docs, uh, these docs are very important, honestly, all of them, um, is your closing disclosure. Um, the closing disclosure is very similar to a loan estimate, but these are fees that have, you know, either 
have been or very will shortly there be um, balanced out with title. So we'll, we'll get all the confirmed um, exact numbers for you. Um, the loan term, once again, is on there. The loan program is on there. The interest rate, the property information, that's all listed on the top of the first page. Check that stuff out. Make sure it's accurate. Make sure it's what you agreed to. Um, the final amount that you need to bring to closing, we call cash to close. Uh, that's going to be down payment, closing costs, escrow fees, et cetera, will be listed on that. That's a, that's a, the most important number because that's what you need to either bring a cashier's check for or wire to the title company to purchase your home. Um, you know, it, it's, it's definitely the most important. You need to go through the fees, you know, make sure everything looks correct. Uh, everybody's human. There's sometimes things that get left on. They always get caught eventually, but, you know, make sure that you're, you're seeing everything accurately as to what you agreed to. Um, very similar to the loan estimate. This one has to be signed three days prior to closing. The reason for that window is to give you time to, to actually absorb all these fees and make sure that you are making the right decision for you. So we give you the three days from the initial closing disclosure. So there's a difference. So sometimes the, disclo- uh, the closing disclosure may be sent out and we're still working on balancing some fees out. We personally don't like to do that. We like to balance it first, but in some cases it'll go out and we'll still be working on it. But there's three days from the initial before closing. And then there's a final that will be issued before closing. So uh, make sure you understand those terms. Um, yeah. I, I want to go over the initial mm-hmm. uh, CD. It's acronym of uh, closing disclosure. So sometimes the only times that you know, we, we uh, send out initial disclosure without balancing is when we're under time crunch. And uh, we always want to make sure that we um, have the bar, uh, borrower understand what we're doing so they're not signing something they mm-hmm. don't understand. Absolutely. And it's the only time that we, we um, have the initial CD go yeah. out. And that's obviously communicated up front. Like we let, we let our clients know that there are some things that are still going to change. We're strictly doing this to start the clock essentially. Um, but you know, those, those instances do happen, but we definitely prefer not to do it that way. Uh, but if you work with a lender that, that may or may not just always just ask them if it's the initial, if it's the final, um, because the, you know, hypothetically they could be the same thing, uh, if they're balancing it at first. So just confirm that. Yeah. Yeah. Pay pay attention to what your lender is doing. If you're working with somebody you don't have relationship with, um, it's very important that you don't sign final CD without understanding fully. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And bottom line, you are closing on a house and it should be a good moment for you, a time to, uh, you know, celebrate and reflect, you know, on all the people that you've met along the way who you've trusted and, you know, maybe you could use in the future if you need any other transactions or you need to go buy another house. Um, you could also reflect on those stories, the renter stories that you could finally put in the past, um, pet rent, uh, the constant moving or whatever was the thorn in your side, you know. So finally, you're a homeowner. So hopefully you can all appreciate, you know, what that feeling is like and everyone that's helped you along the way. So give us a five-star review or a quick comment. If you enjoyed the topics today, visit iconmortgage.com to speak with our mortgage advisors. Also connect with us on LinkedIn and Facebook. And remember, tune into our next season, Living the American Dream as a Homeowner. This will include a variety of topics. 
from taking from making sure you're utilizing the best loan program for your situation since this can change over the course of owning a home you know whether you're building equity le- leveraging the equity in your home to build wealth you know maintaining the property for upkeep you know doing projects you might want to find another loan for those scenarios um so yeah keep you know stay tuned uh for our new improved season planning ahead and buying smart remember planning for your future as a homeowner could start today